Oh, hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Educational. Oh, learned a new trick? Yeah, the trick to a happy, fulfilling life, maybe. I learned that mountain air unleashes my inner peace. And rip and pow, well, the whole crew's all, yoo, induces spontaneous joy. Okay, uh, that's nice. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. You're listening to Noncompliant America with J.D. Rucker. The show starts... Now. It's kind of hard to believe that right now we are in the middle of a civil cold war. And I say cold war, it's actually, it has gotten physical, has gotten violent in certain cases. But this war that we're having over masks, face masks, I mean, that's just saying that we're fighting, battling daily regarding face masks is arguably the most 2020 thing we've had so far in 2020. It's ludicrous. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And, and keep in mind, I'm, I'm not just talking about the people who are, who are out there saying, oh, I, I, I wear a mask and I demand the government force, mandate, regulate, make certain that everyone else wears a mask because I want to wear a mask. I'm not just talking about the maskers. <laughs> what a term, the maskers. I'm also talking about the, you know, I'll, I'll just call it, tell you what you are. You're an extremist if you say, no, you, what are you doing wearing a mask? You know, I know there's these viral videos going out there on Twitter and people are probably going to hate on me for, for denouncing these people. But look, if you're out there, you don't want to wear a mask. Great. Don't wear a mask. Okay. Don't. I get it. But don't insult people because they're wearing a mask. Don't say you're being sheep. You're being lied to. You're part of the problem. That's not the case. Okay. Mind your own damn business. If somebody wants to wear a mask, they can wear a mask. If somebody doesn't want to wear a mask, they shouldn't be forced to wear a mask. I mean, this is, <clears throat> this is a prelude to burqas mandated. I'm, I'm not suggesting that this has anything to do with Islam, but I'm just saying that that the same principles behind a health scare forcing us to wear masks, is, they're the same principles that in a near future a dystopian society in the United States, I could imagine a mandate, you know, for the protection against whatever, I don't know, you know I, I could see this eventually being a prelude to mandatory burkas, but but I digress. That's getting into weird conspiracy theories, and uh, most people won't believe me, at least not until it happens. Anyway, look, some of us don't want to wear a mask, and we shouldn't have to. If, if we are, if we are, you know, healthy, uh, relatively young, and I'm not saying you know kids. I'm saying you know people my age. I'm I am not eighty. Okay, I, I do not feel a personal fear regarding the coronavirus because I don't have pre-existing heart conditions, 
lung conditions, kidney conditions, diabetes, morbid obesity. You know, I am on the diet. I'll admit I am, I am definitely trying to lose a few pounds, but I am not an unhealthy weight yet and, and going down. But that's a, that's a whole other issue uh, that I probably will never discuss again. And forgive me for even discussing it now. And forgiving me for making it awkward by continuing to point out that I shouldn't have discussed it. Well, let's move along. Yesterday, Brian Kemp, governor of Georgia, issued a non-mandate. Basically, he said, look, lower authorities, county, city, local communities, whatever, may not mandate face mask wearing out in public. They cannot supersede the state government's authority on this. And this is something where, you know, we can discuss limited government federalism, layer cake federalism, you know, when, when is a higher government body um, overstepping their bounds. This is not one of those cases. Okay. It's not, you, know, you need with, when you have a health issue, health issues should be handled by the state, not by the federal government, not by the city government, not by the local governments. You know, there are exceptions. Okay. There are definitely exceptions where, where, um, local and, and city and even county governments need to make decisions based upon upon uh, health of their local communities. Okay, and those are usually backed by the state, but this is different. Okay, this is not one of those situations because the coronavirus has been around for months now, at least. It is a known factor, and you cannot willy nilly just make inconsistent policies across a state from city to city, county to county, community to community. It's a righteous move. What Brian Kemp is saying is, look, we're, we'll take care of our policy here in Georgia. Don't supersede that or attempt to supersede it with your own personal whatever mandates. It can't, it can't be done and it shouldn't be done. So not at least as it pertains to healthcare, coronavirus, and mask wearing. Okay. Now, there's one thing that that bugs me with all this. You know, we we've we've seen the aggression on both sides, okay, on both sides, and it's not it's not appropriate. You know, mind your own damn business. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask, okay. To paraphrase, you know, uh, former unmasker in chief Barack Obama, if you like your mask, you can keep your mask. If you don't like your mask, and don't wear it. Period. Just don't. Don't wear it. But then don't go out and you know vilify or ridicule people for wearing masks. That's not conservatism. That's not that's not being a freedom loving patriot. Mind your own damn business. Okay? You don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Somebody else wants to wear a mask, let them wear a mask. That's their choice. Just as you should have the choice to not wear a mask, they should have a choice to wear a mask. That's how America at least should work. Now, I know there's a lot of shifting right now. There's there's different differences of opinions even amongst people within the White House or state governments. Some are saying we've got to mandate masks. Some are saying we don't. One thing that needs to be understood about the coronavirus, and let's let's really, you know, let's really hammer this fact home is that we're not going to reach the general population of either side with, um, we're not going to dissuade people from wearing masks if they are 
mask wearers, if they like wearing masks, if they are living in fear, we're not going to be able to stop them, the vast majority of them. Now, I'm not saying that people can't be woken up to reality. They can't be shown, you know, science, facts about the coronavirus they, that can make them say, hmm, wow, I really shouldn't fear this thing. This is not the existential threat that mainstream media and leftist politicians are saying that it is. You know, I have, based upon strictly known cases, not even talking about the vast, vastly higher number of unknown cases, even if we just go with known cases, the death rate for people under the age of 45, and I'm not excluding those with, with, uh, with comorbidities, with pre-existing conditions, you include everybody under the age of 45, and your chances, based upon the known cases, your chances of dying from coronavirus are about from three to eight out of every 10,000 people. This is, this is less dangerous than certain day-to-day -day activities that, you know, I'm, I don't want to get into that argument. I hate the argument saying, oh, you know, why don't we ban cars? They're much more dangerous than coronavirus. We should ban, you know, alcohol, cigarettes. We should, you know, ban swimming pools. You know, uh, no, I'm... That's a dumb argument, and uh, I, know, I think I've actually made the same argument in the past, so um, I will readily admit that there are times when I'm dumb. But today, I'm having a moment of lucidity, and so I'm not going to make that argument. I'll just say this. We're not going to dissuade people. We're not going to change minds. We're not going to get those who don't want to wear masks. There's very little chance that anything could happen to make them want to wear masks, and those who want to wear masks, there's very little chance that we can say anything that's going to make them change their minds. So let's Let's meet in the middle. Okay, this is something where we should, we should, uh, we should be able to all agree on. Okay, how about this? If government stops making mandates for people to wear face masks at all times, for people to be to be suffering through breathing in their own CO two, not bringing in the appropriate. Yeah, immunity-building uh, bacteria and flora, or whatever the scientific terms are, you know, if 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 those mandates do not come forth, then we we as conservatives will promise that we will not make mandates against masks. We will not say that you may not wear a mask if you're out in public. You don't tell us that we have to. We won't tell you that you can't. That should be fair, right? If you want to wear a mask, if you if you fear the coronavirus, I can understand it. I can if you, you're probably watching mainstream media and you're probably terrified that if you catch the coronavirus, that it's going to to kill off your entire family, your entire neighborhood, your whole community, the entire city, the county is going to die as a result of you not wearing a mask. If you believe that, great. Wear a mask. Wear your mask. Feel better. Take your placebo. Okay, now I'm getting insulting. Okay. <laughs> Scratch the placebo comment. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. That's your right. You're an American citizen. If I don't want to wear a mask, I shouldn't be mandated to do so. Brian Kemp and other governors who are taking the step of negating mask mandates or who are not taking the step of making mask mandates, they do need their support because they're going to get demolished. They already are. On social media, mainstream media, they're probably getting calls. Do they, do they still have fax machines? Are they getting faxes? Probably tons of hate mail, hate email. 
people telling him you're you're out there, you're killing grandma. I hate you. I'm not gonna I'm not going to vote for you ever again. You know, those people chances are they probably weren't voting for for Brian Kemp in the first place. They are still they still believe that Stacey Abrams is the rightful governor of Georgia. Let them be. Let them do their thing. Let them think what they want. We're not going to bow to their demands. We can't. We can't. And as positions evolve, you know, we see the White House seemingly starting to to soften to the notion of wearing masks. You have to understand this is an election year. And, you know, making a recommendation to wear a mask, I'm not going to hold that against the president if it comes to that. Now, if a mask mandate comes down, yeah, I, I definitely support President Trump, and I am definitely not going ever, nothing can make me support Joe Biden or whoever's vice presidential uh, nominee is, whoever's going to eventually be the, the president if Joe Biden were to win. I'm not going to ever vote for them. But my support for President Trump would drop if he were to put out a national mandate about masks. I don't think it's going to happen. I would say the chances are essentially nil. I don't think that, it, that his base, you know, if there's one thing we can say for sure about President Trump is that he does listen to his base. He really does. I would say more so than any president in modern history. There may have been past ones before my lifetime who, who read all their letters and, and listened to the people, you know, in good old days. But I mean, in the modern era, you know, we'll say the last 30 years, no president has listened to their base as much as President Trump. He always has. You know, he is, I remember there was a time when he was strongly considering and even sort of, sort of, uh, pushing the idea that we need to have more restrictions, universal background checks, um, you know, uh, ammunition restrictions, maybe even an assault rifle ban, um, all these other things. You know, he was, he was seriously considering that stuff and his base spoke up and then he abandoned the notion. This being after the summer of, uh, multiple mass shootings, you know, he, he was, there was a lot of pressure on him. Mitch McConnell was pressuring him to do it. And he was considering it, but the base stood up and said, no, this is why I am, I would put it at about a 99% chance that President Trump will never issue a mask mandate, not for the nation. He may recommend masks. That might be the politically expedient thing to do in an election year. It might even be the healthy thing to do. Look, I'm not suggesting that masks may not be a good choice for a lot of people, especially in a high, high, uh, in highly congested area you know, high, high population density. You know, I don't, I, I might even wear a mask if I were on a subway. Okay. I definitely wouldn't be touching the, the poles without, without, uh, sanitizing them first or whatever. I don't know, but that's, that's not just about coronavirus. This is, you know, they're just nasty, nasty places. Yeah. It's, it's sad when, when the fact that they were disinfected and cleaned, um, made news. Why? Because it had, like never happened before. Doesn't put a whole lot of uh, doesn't give me a whole lot of confidence in subways in New York City. But I digress. America is about choice. America is about freedom. And so, just as I will never demand that people not wear their mask, they should never demand that I wear my mask. You know, business owners, I mean, here's the other thing we, we, sometimes we, we, we see a lot of patriots and conservatives rebelling against businesses 
who mandate masks. Look, go somewhere else. Okay, don't rebel against those individual businesses because that's their choice too. Just as it's your choice to wear a mask or not to wear a mask, it's a business owner's choice too to uh, require a mask or not require a mask. You know, let's not get into the whole slippery, slippery, slippery slope of saying, you know, business cannot, you know, cannot mandate masks at their store. It's like saying a business must not um, deny service to someone based upon their their uh, belief systems. Okay, I'm not. If we start saying that they can't, they can't require you to wear a mask in their business, then we might as well say you can't decide not to bake the, the gay marriage cake or a celebration of Islam cake if you are a Christian baker. This is about freedom, freedom for individuals, freedom for their possessions, and that includes their businesses. Business wants to mandate masks, and you don't like it, go to a different business. Don't go after them. Okay, maybe leave them a review. Send them some information. Tell them, I'm not going to, to go to your establishment until you relieve your mask mandate. That's fine. But don't go there and start beating on the door guy, okay? He didn't make the mandate, and even if he did, it's none of your business. It's not your call to say that this business is not allowed to do what they want with their business, and if they are going to demand masks that they're infringing on your right, no. You have the right to not go to that business. You can go somewhere else, so do so. Don't impose your your patriotism, you know, in, in such a foul manner. Anyway, wow. Masks get me ranty, I guess. Let's try to keep some sanity. And you know what? We're beyond that. Let's try to regain some sanity. The sanity's already gone. So let's try to regain it. And uh, let's try to de-escalate it. I know that's a leftist word they like to use. We'll de-escalate the situation. But it's true in this case. Let's try to de-escalate. This civil cold war over masks. I know they won't let us. I know the left won't let us. I know the... But we have to try. Because this is getting stupid. Hmm. Strike that. This is already very stupid. Let's try to get some sanity and, and intelligence and discourse back into the equation. You guys stay strong. Stay safe. God bless. I like to cook on the Big Green Egg. Why? It's impressive and everything turns out great on the Big Green Egg. If you don't have one, you got to go to Wasi's Meat Market and get a Big Green Egg. They have the lowest prices in the country. They also have all the accessories. They even have a classroom set up to teach you all the basic techniques on the Big Green Egg and advanced techniques on the Big Green Egg. When you get the Big Green Egg from Wasi's Meat Market, there's a lifetime guarantee. So check them out. It's Wasi's Meat Market. Check them out on Instagram or just go to their website, Wasi's Meat Market in Melbourne on Wickham Road. It's Wassie's Meat Market. Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. 
VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org slash heart.